Hi, everyone. This is the Nutrition Translator Podcast, and I'm your host, Colleen Kuhn. My mission is to help people heal, connect, and self-actualize through plant-based nutrition. And this podcast is all about translating what it means to have a nutritious life. A nutritious life includes healthy eating, but also nourishing our emotional and spiritual health. And today I wanted to start off the podcast with telling you a little bit more about myself and my journey and why I'm even starting this podcast. So this podcast has been something I've been wanting to do for a long time, but my subconscious mind has been doing a really good job of keeping me from doing it. It's funny how that works. And in fact, just about 20 minutes ago, I was on the couch in fetal position crying, trying to soothe myself and give myself the courage to record this podcast in this first episode today. I set this time aside on my calendar, basically the whole day to do this and to not procrastinate. And when today came, all I wanted to do was to procrastinate some more. I was doing everything I could, finding excuses and distractions to not do this. And then I found myself in that fetal position crying. (laughs) Um, Somehow talked myself up to it. Speaking up has always been really hard for me. Saying how I feel and being vulnerable was not encouraged growing up. So when I do speak up and when I express myself, it feels like a betrayal to my family and it feels very unsafe. The past three years on Instagram has been a really awesome outlet for me to share my poems and my thoughts and fears about life. And at first, every post felt like the end of the world. But now my nervous system has adjusted to the vulnerability and I'm hoping that as I continue to record and speak my truth that it will get easier the same as how it has gotten easier for me to write my words and post them on Instagram. So I'll turn towards the discomfort today and remind myself to create and to share and to speak up and to express myself because sharing the truth is healing for me. And I know it's it's healing for those who listen. And it's my hope that something I say or something one of my guests says and their authenticity will resonate and inspire you to speak up and speak your truth as well. See, I'm a perfectionist who wants to make this look flawless because I've realized that I want everybody to like me. I'm this people pleaser. But perfectionism is a delusion. It's it's impossible standard that nobody can live up to. And it just creates separation from others. And I felt alone for so long. And it wasn't until the past couple years where I started to find connection with myself and others through not being perfect. And as a continuous way to continually eradicate this perfectionism, this podcast will bring me back again and again to the game of life and to come back to my body and out of my head and create real intimacy because I'm expressing who I really am, not this well-put-together version, this fake version. I'm ready 
to join in the human family. Are you too? I wanted to share a poem that I posted the other day on Instagram. And I thought of it as I started to think a little bit more about what I wanted to share today on my first podcast. So here it is. It can be scary as hell to create and share something from our soul, stripping ego and familiarity away, exposing fiery nerves and bending bones, risking your heart to be torn out of your chest. Getting to the guts of your art can bring out panic and terror of not being enough, uncertain if your innermost layer of skin will be acknowledged. This is the physiology of vulnerability we are not taught to be still with. You might not want to share your gift because of this overwhelming discomfort, but bury that thinking alive and watch it take its final breath. And see your true essence rise. You might feel that hiding is protecting you. It used to, but it won't anymore. Now it's safer to expose yourself and take risks than to stay where you are, numb, stuck, dead. You want to feel alive, and alive means unease, feeling, expression, vulnerability, Do it whether the world is watching or not, whether they like it or not. Make music, share your story, sing your life song, serve, offend the status quo, rebel. Give your shoulders to stand upon, inspire and lift up others with your gift. Do it. Do it in a way others might oppose, then you know you're doing it right. Until all that is left is your stark, naked truth. That's freedom. That's purpose. That's a brave life well lived. That poem makes me want to cry every time I read it. And often I don't read my poems out loud like this. I like this and maybe I should because they seem really powerful when I do it like this. I've only done a poetry slam one time and that was pretty powerful. So I just want to talk a little bit more about my journey. So plant-based nutrition has been the gateway for healing for me on multiple levels. I grew up in the Midwest, in Ohio, on fast food and mac and cheese and Pop-Tarts. We had this weird way of eating Pop-Tarts with, uh, we would put butter on top, so we'd toast it and make it nice and warm, and then it would toast out of the oven and put some butter on top, and make sure it's being melted not only on the icing, but also around the edges too. (laughs) Did any of you guys do that? Anyway, so we had a lot of those, had a lot of honey buns. Easy Bake Oven, that was my favorite thing to do growing up, is make the Easy Bake Oven. And um, Sam's Club, which is kind of like a Costco, we had those in Ohio. And um, we would go there and basically go to the candy aisle and buy giant fucking servings of boxes of candy. And my favorite thing to get was like the jumbo ropes. There was like 50 jumbo fucking ropes in one box. And I would probably go through that in like a week. So I even ate like this throughout college. Um, Tons of Taco Bell, Wendy's, lots of junk. I think my my basic diet was, yeah, basic Taco Bell, Wendy's, and then I would go to Walmart. And I think I would just eat basically peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and white bread. Um, I would eat spaghetti and... If I was feeling fancy, I'd probably get buy some hamburgers and make a hamburger for myself. Uh, I drank tons of diet root beer. Root beer 
was a flavor that brought me back to when I was younger. And we all know that we're connected, emotionally connected to food. So had that a lot. And yeah, so I noticed my athletic performance as an athlete started to decline after college and my anxiety started to get worse too. I, I did a lot of triathlons and races and I mean, by no means I consider myself like a triathlete or anything, but I did compete in those a lot and I did sprint triathlons. I did Olympic triathlons. I did a couple half Ironmans and I also did an ultra marathon. And I noticed my performance really starting to decline like right after college. So I, I realized like I have to do something about this and because it got so bad that I decided I needed to do something about it. And at the same time, I was having this aversion to meat. I just found it repulsive. Like I couldn't even look at it, especially if it, with the, the bone. I couldn't even, I couldn't eat chicken wings anymore. Just, and chicken wings, my mom and my sister and I would go out to this bar called the Winking Lizard in Ohio. That's like the, the place to go if you're in like the um, Cleveland, Akron, Akron area. And they do have like amazing wings, but I like, couldn't eat them anymore. They just didn't, they didn't taste good to me anymore. So I thought maybe it would be possible that I could be a vegetarian or vegan and still be healthy, you know, cause I had just graduated college. I had a background in nutrition and dietetics. So I had the knowledge and the know-how and, um, the ability to do some research into it to see if it would be possible to be healthy. So I dove in with research and I watched all the documentaries as well. So like forks over knives and even like the emotional, um, compassionate documentaries like earthlings and earthlings was the one that kind of really did it for me. Cause I saw that and I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't participate in this. Um, and at the same time, I know it can be healthy by being vegetarian, vegan. So that, that really kind of pushed me over the edge. So it took me a year to make the transition to going 100% plant-based. I started with cutting out pork. That was the first thing. Pork, beef, then chicken and turkey, then fish. And then I moved to the dairy and um, the eggs. And then the last thing was cheese. That was the hardest thing for me to take out. Blue cheese and mozzarella seemed to be the hardest. I, as, as I was getting towards the end of my transition, I was, I was calling myself vegan to people. And, you know, I was kind of even like secretly putting on cheese and salad bars, or, um, I would go to Panera and get like a mozzarella cheese sandwich secretly. But I was still telling people I was vegan. I was like, okay, I can't do this. I, I have to either call myself vegetarian if I'm going to eat cheese or, cut out the cheese and, you know, be authentic with what I'm saying. So that's what I decided to do. I decided to um, stop eating the cheese. And then after that, I never looked back. So my eyes have been open to a whole different perspective, a perspective that my health, the environment, and animals' well-being all matter. And by simply being more conscious about my food choices, I can make an impact on all three. So I became a more compassionate person to myself and to the world and more in alignment with the wisdom of nature. And transitioning to a plant-based diet was really the first step of me owning who I was and stepping into my truth, despite what 
my family said, what society said. And um, I did get a lot of backlash from my family. I didn't understand it. And when I would go over to family food gatherings or Christmas or celebrations, you know, I'd bring my own food and they didn't quite understand it. And, you know, it was, it felt like, you know, I, they, they thought I was judging them, but really it was just a matter of my choice. And that was a really hard thing to do to stand true to what I believed in and what I wanted for myself. Um, but yeah, so vegan really has given me a more holistic view on my health, including my emotional and mental and spiritual well-being. A close friend that I still have today, she told me, she's told me that um, she just has described me as a version of me in high school and college as an emotionless robot, <laughs> which is hilarious because... I don't remember myself being that way, but I can totally see it because I just kept everything inside, everything inside. I didn't express anything. I, I had a lot going on in my head, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, but all kind of contained and probably from the outside that looked a lot like me not having any emotion. So that has changed. And over the past seven years of being vegan... I've become more in touch with my emotions and been able to express them more freely. And it's felt it's felt safer for me to receive love and the help that I needed for the healing of my emotional health. That's been huge. I think it's a lot easier to give than to receive and to allow myself to receive love and allow myself to receive support has been huge. So, yeah, it's really been the gateway for me, the gateway to freedom, to connection with other people and health and truth for me. And I've tapped into this empathetic, adventurous, curious, creative woman I've always known was there, but I wasn't able to express before. And I just have I just feel like I'm becoming the best version of myself that is just more authentic and real and confident and connected and brave and vulnerable and courageous and all these like amazing words like powerful and vibrant and just closer to being self-actualized and I guess what that means just closer more in alignment with who I really am and it's just all because I took the leap to following a plant-based diet and I know I have a long fucking way to go and really there's no there uh, it's a never-ending journey of learning which makes me so excited um, but I just feel like I was saying, I, I've tapped into this version of myself that feels at its best. And when I'm consuming foods that maximize my health and my brain power, and, um, I'm feeling more connected to my emotions and, and with spiritual health, um, I just feel more in alignment. So that is why it just, it's just my mission, my purpose to help people heal and to connect and to self-actualize through plant-based nutrition because I saw what was possible for me and I see what's possible for healing and I really feel like it's my purpose to share what I've learned and somehow believe that everything I've been through has been has has given me the love and the compassion and the empathy and the perspective and the understanding needed to help those who are in similar situations. 
So this podcast is really about serving you and helping you improve your health and well-being. And I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. So thank you so much for tuning in for my first episode. I hope you got to learn a little bit more about me. And um, I want you to stay tuned for next week's episode. And we're going to sit down with my very good friend, mentor, and she's actually my yoga therapist. Her name is Jess Nunn. Um, We're going to talk about how to live an authentic life and how to navigate through difficult emotions. Um, She... She's the one of the first people in my life who has held space for me. And if has if anyone has had anybody do that for you, you know how powerful it is. And basically what it means is just having someone be completely present and attuned to you in that moment. And that's what she did and it was fucking terrifying and scary as hell. The first time that she did it for me and it felt overwhelming, but it was the best thing that I, uh, that could have ever happened to me and the thing that I needed because I never had that before. So this is an episode you won't want to miss. She's just full of knowledge and wisdom and it's just a beautiful soul. So I sit down with her and we chat about how to navigate difficult emotions and we talk about yoga therapy and my experience with that. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.